Hey everybody, welcome back to the Four Pillars of Life podcast. I am your host, Bobby Bazarin. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about the Super Bowl, break down the game between both the teams, talk about the halftime show, and one thing that I wanted to talk about first is I saw this post from a few different people comparing the Super Bowl to the Roman Empire days, how people used to fill in the Roman Colosseum, 40 to 50,000 people, and watch gladiators as slaves fight. And they compared that to the Super Bowl, how people are being controlled, how people are sheep, how people are being regressive because they watch the Super Bowl. My only question on that is why? Why do you care if people spend, let's say, $50,000 to watch the Super Bowl? What is it to you? What is it to you if people host the Super Bowl party or if they watch the game with their family and friends and share that quintessential experience and enjoy that camaraderie? I don't understand why somebody would think somebody is being regressive or being controlled for watching a sports game. It doesn't make sense. And people are allowed to share their opinions. That's great. But I just feel like a lot of people these days, society as a whole, is being extremely negative for no apparent reason. Even if you look at the halftime show, I thought Usher did a great job. He performed well. He sang well. He danced incredible. Maybe I appreciate it a lot more because I can't sing or dance for shit. I am absolutely horrible. I have no rhythm. My family can attest to that. But I think he did a great job. But a lot of people are saying he shut the bed, the performance wasn't good, his singing was crap. 50% of those people, no, 80% of those people, 90% of those people who are making those comments cannot sing or dance for shit. They can't do what he did to go up in front of, what, sixty to 70,000 people and give a performance like that. It makes no sense. Yes, people are allowed to share their opinions, but why be negative? Even talking about the Super Bowl in general, the game in itself, it was absolutely amazing. It was a great game. Yeah, it was a bit slow to start off with, but what do you expect when you have two of the best defenses going up against each other? I thought both teams played great. If you look at Brock Purdy, I personally thought that he would fold under pressure. On the biggest stage in the NFL, I thought he would at least throw a few picks and fumble the ball. But no, he played great. He threw 255 yards with one passing touchdown. This is a guy that is getting paid $900,000 a year when the average starting quarterback, what, makes $30 million, $35 million, $40 million a year? This is a guy that was picked last in the NFL draft. And he led his team to the NFC Championship game and to the Super Bowl the year after. What more do you expect from a guy that is only getting paid $900,000 a year and he's your starting quarterback? But one thing that I love doing is after any big game, basketball or football, I love listening to sports analysts talk about the game. On a side note, I think that's an amazing job where you have people like Shannon Sharp, Nick Wright, Stephanie Smith, Colin Cowherd. Pat McAfee, who share their opinions on sports, and they get paid an abundant amount of money. I think that's so amazing, how these guys are doing what they love, doing what makes them happy, talking about sports, sharing their opinions, being creative, and they're making a living off it, a great living off it. But back to the point, 
Shannon Sharp said, this guy is getting paid $900,000 a year. That's why he's able to have that supporting cast. He has the Avengers surrounding him. He has Christian McCaffrey, the best running back in the game. He has a top five defense in Nick Bosa, Chase Young, and Fred Warner. Not to mention he has one of the best tight ends in George Kittle. And then he has two of the top receivers in the NFL in Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. He was meant to win that game because he has the team around him. Imagine if you start paying him $40 million, $35 million. He is not going to have that team around him. Is he going to win at a high level when he doesn't have the Avengers around him? Well, only time will tell. But if you look at a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, who makes $50 million a year, who takes up the bulk of the salary cap, he still won the Super Bowl in a down year, in a year where they were not even meant to make the playoffs, let alone win the Super Bowl. The offense was playing inconsistent all year around. The wide receiver group had the most drops in the NFL. They had losses to Green Bay, Detroit, uh, Denver, Raiders. They barely beat Cincinnati with the backup quarterback. This was a year to beat them, but they still won. That's how great he is. And that doesn't take away anything from Brock Purdy. I still think he played a great game. He made no mistakes. But sometimes in football, these games come down to one single play, one single moment that can dictate the outcome of the game, that can dictate the story that is told afterwards. If you look at the fourth quarter, when San Fran had the ball in Chiefs territory, it was a third and fourth. If Brock Purdy completes that pass, the game's over. The 49ers would bleed out the clock, leaving the Chiefs what, with 20 seconds, 10 seconds? Maybe the Chiefs get a field goal, but they have the full advantage right there. But Steve Spagnola did a great job in calling that blitz. Trent McDuffie got to Brock Purdy within seconds to disrupt the entire play. And now you gave the Chiefs the ball back with a minute 53. You gave the best quarterback in the league over a minute to get a field goal. If you look at overtime, San Fran got the field goal first. Chiefs had the ball on their own 30 or 35 yard line. It was a fourth and one. If San Fran gets that stop, the game's over. Now we're not talking about the Chiefs. We're not talking about the dynasty. We're not talking about how Patrick Mahomes is chasing Tom Brady. We are talking about Brock Purdy, a guy who just beat the best quarterback in the world and is only getting paid $900,000 a year. Football is a game of inches. But in my opinion, the better team won. If you look at Patrick Mahomes in the last two drives in the fourth quarter in overtime, he had that Michael Jordan, Tom Brady killer instinct. He was scoring regardless. No matter what you threw at him, blitz, zone, man, he was scoring. He had that killer instinct. He wasn't going to let his team lose. The amount of pressure that is on his hands, on his shoulders as a quarterback is out of this world. That's why I think one of the toughest positions to play in all of sports is the quarterback position because it demands so much mentally and physically. Mentally, you have to have this absurd memory having to remember different game plans and plays week in and week out. And on top of that, you need to be able to process information at a high level. Then on top of that, you need to have the physical ability to absorb these massive hits from defensive edges who are, what, 250, 260 pounds? Imagine if you have Nick Bosa coming after you. The guy's 250 pounds chasing you full sprint. You need to have the pocket awareness and the physical ability to scramble 
And on top of that, Patrick Mahomes does it better than anybody where he's running to the right and he's throwing it cross body, connecting with his receiver. The reason why he's able to do those off-platform throws is because he has a lot of strength and mobility in his spine. And that's why he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. During that overtime, during that fourth quarter, he was not going to lose. Put the ball in his hands. He was going to make a play. And on top of that, if you look at the past three Super Bowls, he has been down 10 points in each and every single one of those Super Bowls. And he still won. And the reason why I think he's so good under pressure is because he's such a good leader. If you look at the Baltimore game, it was a fourth and one. Andy Reid decided to run it with Pacheco. They get stopped. They could have easily win for the field goal, but they went for it and lost their possession. Patrick Mahomes, he goes on the bench. He looks at his team. He said, don't worry. We got this. We got this. Stay cool. In the midst of a negative moment, he still has composure to lead his team. He is always motivating his team. He has that great leadership quality where he takes all the responsibility and you put it on his shoulders and he will win that game. He is never out of a game. If you look at his first Super Bowl run, he had to play, I think, the Texans in the divisional round. He was down 24 to nothing. He came back and won that game 51 to 31, and he went on to win the Super Bowl that year. In my opinion, he makes football funner to watch. And football is already very exciting and exhilarating as it is. Even if you never played football, I personally have never played a single second of professional football in my life. I have played backyard football, flag football, football on the street with my cousins where the quarterback draws the plays on the football with his fingers. And then when you catch the ball, you feel like you're Tom Brady and Randy Moss. But you don't have to be an athlete or play football to appreciate the game where you have two teams who have worked their entire seasons, players who have worked their entire lives to be in that moment, to define their legacy and win that championship game. I watched the Super Bowl with my family and friends, two of them being my fiance and her sister. They probably didn't know 95% of what was going on, but it's fun to watch. It's exciting, especially when your team is playing. I smoked a cigar after Kansas won. I felt like I was a GM and I did nothing. All I did was put on a jersey and swear at the TV, but it's fun to watch. It's fun to share that quintessential moment. It's fun to be in that moment of camaraderie spending time with your family and loved ones, eating unhealthy foods, pizza, hot dogs, chips, and just enjoying that experience. That's why when I saw people post about how people who watch the Super Bowl are being regressive, they're being sheeps, they're being controlled, it made no sense to me because there's many different reasons on why people watch sports in general. Some people watch sports because they want to share that experience with their family and friends and eat bad foods and just relax. Some people watch sports or the Super Bowl because their team's playing in it. And that's even more fun to watch because it's nice to feel included. Even if you're not a part of the team in any way, shape, or form, when your team wins, you feel like you won. And that's the reason why people buy their jerseys, sit in front of the TV, get up each and every single Sunday morning and watch football or basketball, whatever it is, because they feel like they're a part of something. And what is wrong with that? To me, nothing. I don't understand why people have to be negative, but some people are, and that's okay. People are allowed to share their opinions, but people are also allowed to watch sports and have fun doing so. I'm a type of person that likes to see the good in things, whether it's sports, 
politics, whatever it is, I try to see the good in things and have a good experience. And watching sports in general with your family or friends or if you're by yourself, it is always a fun time. That's all I had for you guys this week. Thank you guys for listening and please tune in next time. Thank you. Hey, came in the game, get money. Flip chicks, whip, get money.